talking gaming and tech. It's been a few weeks. Obviously, if you joined us last week for the live, it was it sounded like crap, but so I'm not really counting that. <laughs> it was remotely because I was in quarantine. I'm not in quarantine anymore. No longer have the vid. So <laughs> that, the vid. that's not true. We don't let him out of the basement. Anyway, so there is that. Um, yeah, it wasn't fun, but it seems like the entire planet is getting it now. So I'm not really that. It's what it is. Um, but this I week, haven't got it yet. We do have a ton of stories though this week. Yet. <laughs> yet. I'm not going to get it. Well, uh, never say never. Anyway, um, this week we got stories. We got interesting. We got the PS5 one-handed accessibility controller, um, which is like the second variant, I think, because I know Ben Heck made one as well. He actually talks about it in, in the video. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Sega bought a new studio. They're going to be, I guess, ramping up making of uh, in-house published games, I guess you could say. Um, it's interesting. We got the first look at uh, Horizon uh, Zero Dawn, the uh, one that's coming out on the PS4 images leaked. PS4? Oh. PS4. Uh, it's just the PS4 version. Same uh, thing well, they, yeah, we're going to get into it. It's also, we know why it was delayed. It's because uh, they're having problems with the PS4 version, I guess. No, that's not why it was delayed. Well, no, no, the game, like, it has a whole thing. It's um, because they don't want to take out anything from the game. It's just because of the, it's mainly because of COVID, though. It's it's not like they're having trouble programming it. They just don't have people to work on it. Mm. Like, they did a they did a thing, like, a week ago where they talked about how, like, all the in-house studios were down, like, 40%. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking yeah. Um, capacity. Oh, yeah, no. So they have to delay these things to get these games done. Oh, yeah, no, I know. But the delay, the delay, because the PS5, I guess, is complete. It's already set. Um, it's all it's all PS4 stuff, I guess. Um, they're working. Yeah, on. that makes perfect sense because that's the studio that got hit. Yeah. It's a side studio doing that game, doing the PS4 version. Uh, uh, like they not not technically studio, but like you have the main team that worked on the main game, and you have the people who are working on the PS4 version of the game. Yeah, to get it running on a PS4, basically. Yeah. Then we have uh, Phil Spencer's uh, what he his relation Xbox relationship with Activision slash Blizzard. Oh, so dude, dude, I can tell you as I've seen three articles today, Spencer is trying to suck a whole lot of fucking like liberal dick today. Okay, <laughs> I've got multiple things to talk about. He is trying to pander so hard. No camera. And I'm not even talking about the Activision thing. What? No camera today? Oh, I forgot to turn it on, dude. I'm in the middle of the game. <laughs> Plus, it's like it's, it's like podcast. fucking ten degrees. Yeah, but it's like ten degrees in here, so I'm all fucking wrapped up in a blanket and shit. <laughs> that, that'd be With cute. Heat. <laughs> well, in the basement. Oh man, yeah. No, my heat's almost on high. I think completely. It's it's not. I don't have it all the way up, but it's pretty toasty in my house. Mine's at sixty-eight. Pretty damn toasty. But yeah, when we get to it, I got a couple other things. Just a quick reference here. He also announced that there'll be no um, Xbox is not a uh, free speech platform, yeah, which is, is basically code code for we're going to ban you if you go against like the grain. Yeah, so I guess yeah. you're not if you post like a pep meme, you're probably going to get banned from Xbox. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what a joke. That's what it is. Yeah. But oh, man. Well, yeah, that's but, my PC gaming, man. 
but can't ban me for shit. <laughs> but what a what a week it's been though. Like I mean, well, last two weeks for me anyway. Like, um, your dream came true basically. Kind of. <laughs> um, I did spend a whole lot of money. You kidding me? We're not, we're not a fucking communist republic. There's no oh. way his dream came true. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a whole other... That's a, that's a, that's a big dream. Anyway. Communists <laughs> are so pathetic. Um, so, <laughs> no, I did spend a lot of money on uh, DoorDash, Instacart, uh, Grubhub. Um, yeah, all those. I Nothing. Nothing? Nothing comes here. Nothing comes here. Nothing. That's so weird. <laughs> I, uh, there's nothing nearby. Oh, yeah, because KNS Pizza is actually not on there. So that'd be the closest one to you. Yeah, yeah. would be KNS Pizza. Nothing. That's really surprising. Nothing comes. Yeah, I deleted. The, I think I deleted the. App. That's that's crazy. Uh, even Instagram, if you look at on Instacart. Ha, no, because I don't want to order groceries. To bring you food. Uh, um. Yeah. No. But it wasn't actually that. It wasn't actually that expensive because there's a whole bunch of discount codes and everything else. I didn't spend any more than if I drove there myself. So which isn't bad. Um. So, well, you get a lot Wait, of discounts. What good are these fucking things if Bazinga can't order like Chinese to be brought to his house, which is literally 10 minutes from Old Valley? Um, like what, what the hell is the point of these lazy, pathetic things? Well, yeah, no. yeah when you're in Hartford, that shit was far away. Yeah, that's the thing. It, it, they work better the closer to a city you are. Yeah. Um, because basically the amount of revenue, the reason why is because the amount of revenue that the DoorDasher, Grubhubber, or Uber driver, whatever you want to call um, is so low, uh, it's not worth it in them to drive that far to give do you food. They're not going to make that much of a profit doing that. Yeah. Uh, it, and that, that's what it comes down to. So, But that that's why the system's bad, because you could just have some sort of option there where you pay extra so it will be worth their while. Um, well, well, you give them a tip. Just you a can, simple, like, yeah. simple like the Chinese food costs 20 bucks, but it's going to cost an extra 10 to get it delivered all the way out here. Fine. Well, no. Well, the difference is, like, for instance, like any restaurant, like at, at the average restaurant only delivers five miles within the air radius. Uh, there's only a handful of restaurants I even know of that deliver outside that. Yeah, but that's uh, that's, that's of more of a that's more of keeping the food. Like the point is, this is an yeah. on-demand thing, like like Uber. So I don't see why they wouldn't have an option for the customer to pay more to get him to go further out. Well, I know that, but that's how these services that's work. Just... That's how these services work too, though. They're only within five miles as well. Um, and that's just it just seems to be the standard for delivery in general that's always been the standard for delivery like i said there's only a select few that i know of that actually yeah go, but it's a, go it's a different that. system now dude it's a whole different system now because you're to, when you're talking about delivery the reason why it's like that is because they have to be able to keep the, de- the delivery drivers coming in and out it's like a system but with the grubhub they're literally a pool of people that yeah. do it it's not like a bunch of people that the, the restaurant have to pay to do it so i just think i i, I don't understand why they, they don't have that option it seems lazy to me because the uh, again it's an it's a fleet of people like when i call an uber the person i'm calling works for self. i don't need to wait 20 minutes for the uber to return to their like headquarters and then come back out like with yeah. uh, like ordering a pizza like well, a pizza place can only have a certain amount of drivers yeah. that's why they have a five mile radius well, no. The, um, well, that's the same thing with he, around here, though. If you had a local person doing Grubhub, they're they're not going to make any money because there's only well, so many places around. But they would if you had if you had the option to add extra, right? No, but you, they do. They do. You can give more money. 
Um, then I don't. Then I just see like it. Like I said, it, be, I just feel like because, it's useless in this area so, if you can't do it. The way it works. So if you're a restaurant, <laughs> it is set, no. So <laughs> if you're a restaurant, grocery store, or anything, you set up a Grubhub or Instacart or a DoorDash for your company. You actually select the mile radius for your delivery. The company actually does it. The DoorDasher. It, it's just the DoorDasher doesn't do it. Useless. Um, the reason why <laughs> is because, uh, mostly because people aren't going to get their stuff and. There's restaurants I've talked to that have dropped one of another of these services because there's not enough people like friends and Postmates um, is technically in this area, but I wouldn't recommend using it. And most restaurants have actually taken it off their list uh, for options where you can get delivered from because there's not enough people working for Postmates in this area to be consistent for to pick up the delivery. Um, and that's just the problem with rural areas because most people that do those kind of jobs work in the city or they just stay in the city and work the weekend and then they go home uh, for the week. Go, go on your phone and see if anything shows up. On my phone, okay. Yeah, as we're talking. Um, yeah, and that's I don't the, have it. I deleted it. Uh, let's go to Instagram. Um, yeah, and that's how it works. Like, for instance, if we were in Hartford, there was like a couple oh, hundred restaurants it, within our area. If you're in a city, you can, oh, food is And it's so much cheaper. And, oh. and the delivery is like free, no matter where you go. Yeah. So, and that's the thing. I got like $40 worth of food for 20 bucks when we were there. It was unreal. Oh, Let's use so, here. what did you do this week with gaming, Grim? Um... Nothing really game related. I kept working on D and D. Um, I have a a lot of stuff done for the new campaign, so I'm probably gonna cut off generating new maps Man, after I get, get done with one more dungeon. Mm -hmm. You can get it because I've got fucking piles. I want stop and shop. I know about that. Oh, <laughs> that's Instacart like, in general. Yeah, literally um, piles upon piles of maps for that goddamn thing. <laughs> piles of I've maps. I've taken. Well, you're, dude, you're, you're, I, using, you're using assets, right? Yeah, I've taken to. I've actually taken to building my maps around how they look in the actual Dragon Quest campaigns games too. But like, I have like fifteen town maps. Those ones I showed you with like. The yeah. villagers and all that, and the pictures, mm -hmm. and then I have like nine or ten dungeon maps done already, and they're not simple dungeons; like they're they're huge, actually, some of them. And then every one of these things have like flavor to them, so like all the town maps now have um, pictures of weapons straight from Dragon Quest, with like with like weapon descriptions and shit. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of fucking content. It's insane what I've done for this new campaign. So it seems every time you make a new campaign, it's slightly better. Well, I wouldn't say slightly better. It's just like. This one's easier because there's already stuff that exists. Yeah. Like it's, it's artwork that's available for me to use that I can build my thing around. Mm -hmm. And that allows me to do stuff. Like I would be doing the same thing in the other campaign, but there's no, the artwork wouldn't fit always. Like thematically this all fits because it looks like Dragon Quest in every way possible. Mm -hmm. And Certain stuff is getting better, like the new campaign maps. The maps that we're playing now are better. Like the the one you're in right now, the um, the lab is one of my better maps and dungeons that I've put together. Mm. And then the one near, I want to say the one near the end game. Like, let's put it this way: not to spoil stuff, but the next region you guys go to in the main campaign. Starts out with, like, a desert you guys are going to have to find your way through that is a completely separate map from the world map with a bunch of shit that you'll have to figure out on it. 
And then when you get to the city, I plan on having situations where you guys are going to be like splitting up into different groups and moving across the entire city because the entire city is almost like one big dungeon. It's a city you're going to be able to do stuff in and talk to villagers with, but there's going to be a point where you're using the entire city like a giant dungeon. And you guys are going to be running around this place doing shit together and reacting to shit. <laughs> cool. Like, there's just... It just keeps getting bigger, dude. Because I've got this, like, ridiculous mind for this shit, so I just keep trying to outdo myself. Yeah, which, if you haven't checked out our uh, live stream, it's on Saturdays. It's going to be every uh, just about every Saturday now, because they're going to be doing another No, well, we're not streaming the other we one. Oh, we're not streaming the other one. The other one's a fuck-around game where everybody's just going to have fun, and we don't have to worry about producing it and all that shit like that. Oh, well, so we're just going to have fun with it, dude. That's what that one is. Well, anyway, every All other right. Saturday you can check us out and uh, watch our live stream, which is actually quite entertaining. We had some actually... Yeah, that we was had, some pretty good shit last week. We had some dickery going on. <laughs> Although I will tell you here, you guys as a group need to wake the fuck up because you guys are literally like... Spending 20 minutes on things that should only be five minutes because you either you're worried or you don't know what you should do. <laughs> like, you well, guys we don't are like, know what talking. we should do. <laughs> you're, but... you're trying to figure out what you should do with these guards, and I'm like, oh my god, you could literally kill them in four seconds. What are you doing? They weren't because we be don't tough. know how you you see you every week you're saying you're gonna kill us, so we're like, these guys are gonna be tough. That's what I mean. Like, I feel like <laughs> I've intimidated you guys to the point where you're fucking. Yeah, you're like, oh, well, I'm gonna kill you, motherfuckers, and then we're like, shit, let's smack them but around. A I little like bit. how you guys are starting to work together in discussing stuff. That's exactly what I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we just we defused more than a few situations now. Yeah, but you're not gonna be able to refuse. You're not gonna be able to defuse all of these. Things are about to get a lot worse in that in that lab. If you thought if you thought the flying peasant bomb was bad, you ain't seen nothing. <laughs> the flying peasant bomb. Wow. The, the the peasant torpedo, as I call it. Wow. <laughs> the one that blew up in... Wasn't it your face? Yes. <laughs> it is. He got lucky, too, because there's a bunch of hidden hidden rolls on that shit. That peasant was supposed to blow up into multiple multiple pieces and do multiple damage. <laughs> but I always put a, a way out, and he got lucky on his roll, because he's fucking a tool. No, it was entertaining uh, this week. Up next, the rolling baby bomb. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh Jesus! And then we got the alpha rat coming. <laughs> the alpha rat, oh. yeah, dude. This guy's a dude. This guy's a mad scientist turning people into rats. Lab work. Obviously, one of them's going to be his best experiment. I thought they were turning him into teddy bears. <laughs> Either way, one of them's going to be. <laughs> you're, you're coming across the heavies. The okay. heavies are on their way. We'll see what you got. What you can. What kind of a situation you can handle? Because you're about to come across the heavy. Uh, right. I didn't really do much gaming this week except for that. I've been exhausted from working. It was a long week. <laughs> well, so, yeah. yeah. But but you you did something while you weren't working. You 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 learned a lot of shit. I did learn a lot of shit. So <laughs> oh man, yeah. Have so... you learned not to be a fucking commie yet? No, so, no. Then you haven't learned anything. <laughs> oh, <was> the <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, 
I have learned, uh, yeah, I learned a lot of stuff about, like, I pointed out, like, obviously you guys don't know because last week's podcast got scrapped. It's not going to get published. Um, but it didn't even sound that bad. It sounded terrible. <laughs> it sounded absolutely terrible. Um, only one that sounded good was Zynga. <laughs> um, no, but I learned a lot about Fusion, uh, how to do basically VFX within uh, DaVinci Resolve 17 um, now, which is pretty sweet. Uh, that's why, obviously, you're watching this right now. You see a whole bunch of cool transitions and stuff, which I made uh, for the live stream on whatnot. So, And I have some I made for my own personal stream. If I ever start streaming again, I have some that are there to use and whatnot. Um, one thing, so I did also get a free trial during it of uh, Skillshare. Wow. Okay. Um, and obviously, I downloaded like a bunch of stuff. I mostly bought, got it so I could download a bunch of stuff and then just keep them. <laughs> oh, it lets you keep them? Yeah, once they're downloaded, they're on your computer. Ah! Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Um, and then they're there. I downloaded a whole bunch of painting tutorials, um, character sketching, stuff like that. A whole bunch of stuff uh, from different artists I know. Um, but the one thing I decided to watch more than a few of was... The obviously I have to check out because I always look into the stuff is how to be a good YouTuber, how to get your YouTube channel to oh. explode. Okay, so I watched like a half a dozen of these. Okay, mm-hmm. the okay if I was Skillshare, if I own Skillshare, granted I, I know people watch them. Granted, people a lot of people watch those videos uh, because it makes them money, and that's why they're on there. Mm-hmm. I get it. They they they're a bunch of crap. They're just crap, absolute crap. The reason why I say that because like you watch one person. Be like, oh, yeah, you needed this. This is how I made it. And then you look at someone else. It's the exact opposite information. And then the other person because has. Because it's literally, dude, and, well, it's literally luck and personality. Um, well, yeah, it's it's it, it really comes down to just luck. Well, I've seen some big channels with no personality. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, but, just, uh, it's just luck. And it really there's just. There's a little personality involved because once you get lucky enough to see the right person to see you. Yeah. You need to be entertaining enough for them to keep watching. Yeah. But. Yeah. It's literally luck when it comes to whether or not someone actually discovers you and and goes, oh, this, like, I'll watch this. That's a whole luck thing. Yeah, because yeah. a lot of people are like, oh, your your, your quality must suck. Oh, you your mis- videos are just bad. This, that, that. I'm like, no, because even if they were, I'd have views. Yeah. They, we, they don't know we exist. No. That, that's the biggest issue. Yeah, you'd have someone There's... who watched and went, oh, this is terrible. Yeah. But you still have nobody who checked to see it be there, terrible. There's yeah. channels that are done with, like, shitty cell phones. Yeah. That's why, that's phone why you, like, see then... people like, for example, you see someone like Pokimane, who's a fucking terrible at League of Legends. Yeah. And she is one of the, bi- she was yeah. one of the biggest League of Legends players in the world versus the dude who, like, I follow this, like, Blue Street guy or Blue something who's literally been challenger for like four years and almost made pro teams. And he's got like a quarter of yeah. the fucking viewers that she has. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, it's, it really comes down to it. And it's like, wow, all these tutorials, there's all these books, there's everything. There is absolutely nothing that's going to teach you to be a good YouTuber. Period. End of is story. there anything in all those videos that we haven't done yet? Okay. In the right, correctly. Well, no, it's not even doing it correctly because, like I said, one video will say, hey, do this and do this thing and do this thing. And then your channel will blow up. And then you go to the next video and the other person says the exact opposite. Do the exact opposite that person did. And I think we've done that. Well, no, but like, <laughs> I, yeah, like it's, it's not. It's, and it's, it just, no, it's, it comes down to that person that did that tutorial on the Skillshare that they asked to do it. Their channel blew up at some point and they said, hey, you want to do a tutorial on Skillshare, how to be a good YouTuber? Yeah. And they're like, oh, I don't know how I made it, but I make, I'll make up something. Is yeah. what it comes down to. 
um, their channel just blew up one day. Mm -hmm. It's it's really it, what it comes down it, to. It's actually more along the lines of the fact that there's a million different ways to be successful with it. Yeah. I mean, a, a perfect example would be like you guys, and I understand the, the analytics you, you go for because that's the most, the thing you do. But like, there's a guy in there named Captain Robert who never cuts his videos at all. And he gets a couple, two, three hundred thousand people watching his D&D stream, every, his D&D campaigns every week. And he was like that from the start. Like he, he was always just throwing out the 400, the 400, um, yeah, but, what do you call it? I, yeah, but Grim, I actually looked the four into hour, I the looked, four hour thing. I know, but I looked into him after you, cause I, I watched, I actually watched some of his videos after you shared them to me. Um, he actually knows a handful of really, really popular Twitch streamers that he's known forever. My point being, um, which though, means dude, if we say if that we, when say, he if, say if we knew Shroud or somebody, our channel would automatically just fucking blow up. Yeah, dude, that's the problem. Before he knew these streamers, when he was nobody, all I'm saying is that he just threw his four-hour streams up, and over like two years, eventually people started to see them. I'm not saying it's a smart thing that works, but it's just proof that you never know what's going to work yeah. because it's all a crapshoot. Because he literally was just like. I'm just gonna keep making D and D campaigns, and I'm gonna I'm gonna have high quality campaigns, but I'm gonna throw the whole thing up as a four hour thing, and the people who want to watch an entire campaign will show up to watch, and yeah. eventually they did. It took forever, but they did. Oh no, no, it's that is true, but you have to have it's the, just fucking. You random have to have the backing like he did, like he actually. But he didn't when he started. That's the point. He had no backing when he started. Mm. He had literally no backing when he started. I don't know. And then he went to Mixer once he started getting some traction on Mixer. YouTube and grew on Mixer a little bit. And then when Mixer died, he went to Twitch. And mm. now, like three, four years later of him just being a DM, he, he's got plenty of people watching. And he's... Are there any like I said, streaming platforms anymore? Any what? New? Is Mixer still around? No, I don't think Mixer's around anymore. Is, or is, 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 can, we, can we be realistic here? Was Mixer ever really around? Um... Obviously, there's Facebook now. Um, there's oh, that Facebook. That's right. The whatever D Live, whatever the other crappy one was. I think that's still around. Yeah. Um, I got the hat for that. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. D yeah. That's yeah. There, there is that. There. I don't know. It's really not. And then some people stream like, uh, some people do have success streaming on uh, YouTube. Um, and people like there is still so much mixed information about how YouTube live stream affects your out like affects your analytics because it's two separate categories and no one knows if it actually affects your overall channel or not. There's no actual information. <laughs> um, and the people, when you work, the people that have come forward, uh, I've talked to people on like podcasts stuff like that, that work at YouTube, they sign an NDA when they work there. They're not allowed to say anything oh about well. how it works if it comes out they said something they can be immediately fired and sued That's ridiculous and sued they can't be they can't let it out what happened to transparency well you understand why i, under dude, I, I understand haven't you why. figured it out yet dude did like it's not a fucking crazy republican talking point there is no transparency anymore these companies are too big to have any on anything so if they like you, they well, can like do whatever you, they want you. with anything well no they we know what happened because there was a time and a period on youtube when these things were public uh you when people knew exactly how the algorithm actually worked and what would happen is those people would apply those things to their youtube channel and all of a sudden their channel would blow up even if it was like a shit channel it would just blow up because the algorithm would just take off with it because it was programmed to now uh, it's if they like you or not they want 
the uh, the problem is they want the algorithm to actually detect you as other people are liking you and whatnot. And there's a lot. That's of, literally there, not what they want. There's a lot. Stop. Of, there's actually a lot Stop, of factors. Nate. No, if you're that's not what money, they want. They yeah. don't care if people like you. They care if you have the right point of view. That's why you see people like Crowder with fucking 20 million viewers, but his shit gets suppressed. Because they don't care that people like him. They don't like what he says, so they block and suppress his shit. No, no, no. It's got about, nothing to do with them liking I'm, I'm what you about, do and I'm, what people like. I'm talking about us as a channel. Um, I'm t that's exactly it. If they knew about us, we would have to say the right things for them to propagate, to, to, ha to let the algorithm do its job. Well, no. Let's say we were pop. Let's say we had friends in that in, at YouTube, like a friend at YouTube who wanted to help us grow, which people do. I hate to break it to you. That's how people grow on YouTube. That is. It they is. they it suck is. up to the people. That's how they grow on Twitch too. But let's say we had a friend there and he he wanted to help us grow, but I said something Republican based. He would not be able to pro to push us to the top. He would not be allowed. It's okay. not about what know, people but, like. I know, but that, I'm not talking about politics. Politics side. I'm just saying us as a channel, we're pretty much middle of the road. We don't do anything. We just talk about tech. Um, the algorithm hasn't really grabbed us yet. It's grabbed a few of our videos um, because it's somewhat popular, but it hasn't like our video where we trashed on uh, that freaking the Wi-Fi router thing. Uh, for, oh, yeah. for normal people, uh, it, for normal it, people, it, it, it that's not how the algorithm algorithm works. It doesn't work like that anymore. It hasn't worked like that in a long time. It, it, everything they do is curated, and that's why once you get to a certain point, you need them to like you, or you won't. No, get past I know, it. but I'm talking about like us as a channel. We don't dabble in politics. We don't do any of that. We just talk about. Tech. Doesn't matter if you dabble in um, politics or not. Like Angry Joe doesn't dabble in politics, and he's been slammed countless times. Oh, okay. okay, we don't because do he's not a. Yeah, but we don't do anything angry. We just talk straight tech. We got angry grim though. Yeah, we do. Yeah, but that's not really. That's not <laughs> literally. That. Nate, that's, that's... Nate, do you do you live in a fantasy world? It's nothing is down the middle anymore. Your opinion of not liking Xbox can be enough to get these people to bury your channel. No, no, I don't like mean... it. Doesn't matter who or what you talk about. If it's not what they like, you don't go anywhere. And I'm not saying that's why we haven't grown because we don't. We're not big enough to be on their radar to do that. All I'm saying is if you think the algorithm works, it does not work anymore. It's not designed to work. The entire system is designed to well, give the, them the people they want. Well, no, I'm saying like, and for no instance, one like, else. Um, it's weird how the algorithm, it's really strange. Um, because when the people that actually do blow up and the people I've talked to that have all of a sudden just blown up, it's out of the blue. It's the algorithm literally, if it takes a little bit and finds you and starts putting you on the front page of like some people that have like are known people like the other people follow other youtubers that like they have like at the bottom of your youtube list you have favorites and stuff like that videos you've watched mm -hmm. um and if one of your videos goes onto one of their favorites list or liked list or something like that of a known youtuber or known influencer in general that's when the algorithm catches you because that's that's the point because they know this person's important um and then it starts getting pushed around um and that's usually what the thing is um and that's what it's going to take so, so we need to meet some people and blow them off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's yeah. Um, so who's gonna who's gonna take one for the team? <laughs> All uh, right, let's get going. Okay, here. so getting to the first topic. So, three D printed DualSense attachment lets you play PS Five with one hand, which is really cool. Um, 
And the fact that it's just a 3D printed part uh, you can just attach to a PS5 controller. Yeah, it's very solid too. Yeah. The the the, the like the qual- just watching it like the quality of it. it it's pretty neat. Um basically excuse me. You have you have it connected to one to one analog stick and it's got like a little bumper on the back to put on your lap like yeah. and, and then you uh use the right analog stick. And you just move it around left and right, up and down to, to to do the left analog stick. And then it copies the left LB and uh, the trigger and the LB yeah. button. And you it just got you got two on the right-hand side. Yep. Or four. Yeah, four, yeah. Just like a scuff um, controller. And then you can uh, put another add-on that gives you the, the directional buttons. Yes. Which is in, in the image. Yeah, um, yeah. But that, the, that the very, comes on. On the, that, very, on the very top. Yeah, yeah that yeah. comes off. You can take that off if you don't need it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. If you don't, if you play a game that doesn't use those, yeah, that's like the Ben Heck one, which is all on one side. Like he has the analog at the bottom, the other analog at the top, and the directional right next to it. Yeah, and then all the buttons on the back and then the front. A fighting game would probably be impossible. Oh, (laughs) I've seen some impressive things though with people like that are, uh, um, what the heck's his name? Um, half coordinated, I think his name is, or something like that. (laughs) That's that's a that's a cool name. Um. Like he actually has access with both his hands, but he has a weird twitch. He has nerve damage or something in one of his arms, oh, okay. and he can only use one hand in playing games. And he is like super impressive. Um. Oh yeah, you, you, take, is, you know, once you practice is, and get used like, to it. Yeah, he's better than most people with two hands. But yeah, it is a pretty cool little thing. Yeah, it just it just shows like the things that you can make with three D printing for like the good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can know, do a lot. Not just stupid shit, you know. <laughs> um I've seen more freaking what do they call it, like fizzle sticks or whatever. You know, fizzle, what? you know the, the spinners, what do they call oh, them? Oh fidget spinners. Fidgets. Fidget toys. Yeah. It's just now they now they're making like actual things. Uh well they've always been making things. I mean Well yeah, yeah but like it's just they're coming out now. Yeah, I think this is a little bit because like Ben Heck, he like his he needs to make them physically. This is a cool thing because that means people can possibly make them themselves. Yeah. He also said that if you're left-handed, you can, you reverse it. And yeah. You can put it on the other side. Yeah. This is something you can print out yourself. 3D printers are not that expensive anymore, um, which isn't bad. And you can print this out yourself. They just take a while. Yeah. It, it, of course it takes a while, uh, but print it out yourself, then put it together and then boom. Yeah. No, it's neat. It's definitely neat. And which means it, which is also means that people will probably be making these and selling these as well because it'll be easy to get access. Which will be great for people that want to play games yeah. that can't exactly that don't have access or whatnot. So super super useful. And the hinges, he actually in some of them he used uh, just some of the, the the plastic stuff to put in between it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever the stuff that they use, the filament. Yeah, the filament stuff. Yeah, no, I know the resin. Yeah. Yep. That was neat. That was really really cool. Mark feel like his access to gaming, which if anybody hasn't checked out, uh, games done quick right now. And um, oh yeah, granted it was supposed to be the return to live events, but didn't that didn't happen obviously uh, because of Omicron. Oh uh, yeah. Um, but there's some been some pretty impressive runs though. Uh, so far. So, which is really really interesting. And like always, it's it's really interesting the amount of skips that people find in old games. Like you think like 
game's been broken to a point where, okay, you can't find any more skips in this game, and they do, and it's like, holy shit. Like, a new generation shows up, and they find all new skips. Oh, yeah. It's, like, crazy. I'm like, what the fuck? And they've already raised, they uh, they reached half a million in a, uh, the fastest they've ever reached it, which well, is crazy. It's like, did you know that in Super Mario, if you, when you, after you die, say you die in World 4, mm-hmm. in the, before you hit start to start the game over, if you hold down, like, the A button and start, it'll start you back up in World 4. Oh, well, oh, yeah, the, I mean, yeah, yeah, I have heard of that, yep. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's always new skips and shit. It's crazy uh, with games. Just the ones for Mega Man. I didn't think, like, I've seen a lot of Mega Man 2 runs, and the ones this year, I was like, holy crap. Like, I did not think there was that many, like, zip skips and stuff like that. They're, like, holy crap. And granted, a lot of these skips can actually soft lock the game, uh, which means you'd have to restart the level over, but obviously it's part of risking the run. So, I would definitely, if it's going on, it's going on all week. Go donate. Uh, did you skip one? I did not. Did I skip one? I don't know if I did. <laughs> oh, whoops. Did I? I did. I did. <laughs> I thought I clicked on that right one, but I guess I didn't. Anyway, so Sega. So Sega Sapporo Studio. Sapporo? Sapporo? Anyway, Studio. Um, so this year, obviously, the head of the, which was Final Fantasy Online 2, which just had like a re-release. Uh, the new, the Fantasy Star Online just had a whole new fan of Final Fantasy. Uh, Fantasy, Fantasy Star Genesis, Star, um, Genesis, new Genesis, new Genesis which um, I want to play, but there's no PvP, so I won't be playing. Um, so obviously the same guy, also Fantasy Star Two, um, is head of this new studio uh, that Sega announced on Tuesday press release. Um. And basically, this new studio is localized in uh, Sabaro City, announced in Fantasy Star. I already know that. Uh, the studio um, intentions already, we call it basically stated, already got ensure a high quality and stable development pipeline, uh, implying that Sega's newest studio will be developing games in house as well as debugging for other game developers. So. Um, Good. Let me know when they make an actual Fantasy Star. <laughs> Or any of their many classic IPs that they don't touch anymore. Well, that's the thing. It seems like that's what I put this article here because it seems like they want to actually ramp back up uh, production uh, production of their like I don't know what rights they have to what games though anymore though. That's the thing. They have the rights to all their old shit, but they're gonna do something stupid like Crazy Taxi or <laughs> crazy that other shit that people pretend people pretend were like classics when they weren't. Jet Grind, whatever that's called. Jet set yeah, like that, uh, yeah. dude. That shit is game. not good. That's a good game. Those games are okay. the reason why Sega fell down from the fucking like, like the, this. This is what pisses me off about the uh, Sega fans. These fake ass people who pretend like they they like Sega games. Okay, they say stuff like, "Well, I want a new Jet Jet Set Radio because you know that's what made Sega great." Their problems started when they started releasing crap like that, like. The Saturn bombed and the Dreamcast bombed. Why'd they bomb? Can you guess? They were. They well, made a lot Saturn of bad games. Slow as hell. Well, they did, but they also um, PlayStation also outbought a lot of the developers that were going to work with them. <laughs> yeah, but my point is like <laughs> the games that they brought out that were supposed to be like great games didn't do anything. Like they had a high point during the Genesis era. 
They had great games. Then the Saturn, the the and the Dreamcast went downhill, and people were like, "Yeah, but they had like Daytona, uh, uh, Daytona." So Daytona didn't do well. Um, These are well, not the games that made Sega big. It it was shit like fucking Shining Force, Fantasy Star, yeah, um, Sonic stuff like that. But people keep calling for them to bring back these games, and I'm like, these are the games they made when the fucking system was bombing. Yeah, that should tell you right there about how little people care about those games. Well, Sega really went downhill after well the 32x debacle, which was a useless extension because the games were only slightly better um, than on the regular Genesis when they were planning on making a new system anyway. What was the point of making an extension when you're you're making the Saturn? But that was a whole yeah. Thing. They lost money in a lot of ways. It wasn't just that. I'm yeah. just Look, I have a hatred towards these games because I feel like every time they announce that they like Sega's going to try and make a comeback, it's always like them screaming, "I want a new Panzer Dragoon," and I'm like, "I don't want a new Panzer Dragoon." Hmm. Maybe a Panzer Dragoon saga, but Panzer Dragoon was a terrible rail shooter. Yeah, and I'm just tired of these fucking these fake fanboys screaming about these games and then getting these instead of the ones that they could make money off. Yeah. Like, they could make money off of a new Fantasy Star. Well, Fantasy Star New Genesis is actually doing really, really well, supposedly, so. It, it, like, Fantasy Star Retro Style, they could make a good amount of money off that. Yeah, they could. Maybe I it's bet, not what you want to see, but it's something they could make some money off of. They could, but I bet, if anything, they'll make a new Fantasy Star, probably a 3D-ish Fantasy Star. But Like, the problem is they're just not going to make money off of these arcade-style games that everybody keeps calling for them to make again. Well, there are well that's the thing in Japan, their arcades actually make a lot of money for them. Too, so. The arcades are pretty much dead over there now, dude. You know they shut down their biggest they shut down Sega Arcade like 6 months ago. Yeah. Permanently. The one where the Sega Studios were and all that? Yeah, they shut down that one, yeah. That that's uh... the one, dude. <laughs> like the arcades are dead, man. So I, yeah, I just but, don't want them to yeah, waste but, their time re-envisioning that shit. I need them to step up and do some new shit and bring back some old stuff that people haven't gotten to get in a long time. No, I know, but like a lot of the shutdowns that happened in Japan, though, was because of um, uh, COVID for the most part. Because no, they... I mean, it's completely closed. Mm. It's not specifically for COVID for a while. It's gone. Like, that, that's, that thing is shut down, and it was having... Trouble with money. I follow a lot of this stuff. It was having trouble making money. Arcades in general having trouble making money in Japan. Mm, not from what I've seen from uh, one of the YouTubers I watch that actually still develop and stuff for some games. Oh. No, they're, they're struggling in Japan. I mean, they're dead over here, but they're struggling in Japan. Uh, ben went to the one in Providence and said it was awful. Which one? The free play. Oh, the art. It's like $7. And you can arcade play free. bar, whatever it is. Yeah. 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 Uh, all the games are like broken or in really bad shape. What the hell? They have nobody that can work on them or something? Apparently not. You have to remember, dude, like that, that was a time and place. You can't go back. If you go back into an arcade right now, you might enjoy yourself for a little bit. But you're not gonna enjoy it that much. I oh, I had I a love it. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, we, when you were a kid, you loved no, arcade. No, 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 no. Now you we gonna... went recently and went to yeah. the bar and like we literally spent like what four hours there. Yeah, it was a few a couple Dude, years ago. I don't we, know we, how we you had, it was awesome. spending four hours. It playing awesome. like laser shooter games. It was, and shit, dude. Hey, Bazinga played all the way through uh, Die Hard Trilogy and beat it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, I don't great. know, man. They that, had like, I oh, can't do that shit no they, more. They had it's a couple so hundred games. Now. Oh. Each game was like either a quarter or 50 and, cents. No, and the guy I watched, um, that's he's really into heavy into fighting of this guy I watch. He's a manga artist uh, that lives in Japan. His normal routine, he gets out of work. Um, well, he was. This is before COVID. Obviously, he doesn't do that anymore because the lockdown's like super severe in Japan. Um, but his routine was going to this arcade every day and playing Street Fighter Five. Um, so, and uh, and him and a bunch of other coworkers did the same thing. But and now, I, obviously, lockdown COVID, he just works from home and plays Street Fighter on his. And I and I and I, I, th- I think I played like uh, like a Time Crisis game or something like that. You did. You did. Play, I forget what you played. But and yeah. there was a guy just handed me money. Yeah. He was like, here, put this coins in. I'm like, yeah, oh, he, was, he was he was hammered. He was hammered. Yeah. He was hammered. He was gone. But he's like, you're good. Let's they, play. And they had the full X Men machine, like the oh, whole yeah. thing with the, all the three CRTs and shit. The reflective. Uh, yeah, that was huge. Yeah. That was a giant screen. Yeah. But yeah, that was really really oh. cool. The parking sucked though. Because they didn't have parking. It yeah, was kind of in a bad area, too, but that's one yeah, of the things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that sucks that that one in Providence isn't great. Yeah. Well. Uh, I mean, that's what it is. What would you expect? It's in Providence, dude. They might have been good when they opened, and then... There's, like, a level Providence of trash happened. that probably goes through that place well, that's, every day. Yeah, that's the thing that COVID happened, and it killed a lot of really good business. Well, not even COVID. I mean, Providence happened. Oh, Providence happened. The crime rate in Providence is the gone really There's a level of trash really that goes in that building every day and destroys something else. Yeah, there's, Just be happy care. you don't live in New York, because now, like, you can literally be everything up to being shot will not get the person in prison. So, oh, so they're taking over California. Anywho, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so like you don't want to go to an arcade there because no. if you're not killed, they'll get away with it. Uh, so PS4 build of Horizon, uh, yeah, Forbidden Waste leaks early. West, what leaks? Yeah, sorry, Jesus. West leaks. Forbid- <laughs> forbidden weeks, like what? No, waste. waste, forbidden waste. 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 You gotta it's watch out for them hips; they don't lie. <laughs> waste, yeah, Jesus right. Christ. <laughs> Christ. Oh, man. Christ can't help you, dude. You fucking gone. So, right now, the <laughs> leaks for Horizon Forbidden Waste <laughs> West. <laughs> West uh, uh, oh, bow down to a little more of uh, screenshots from the PS4 version, pretty much. Uh, making the rounds. There's obviously there's no files online or anything. You can't get a hold of this game. Yeah. Um, the only people that actually have a hold of the game are the beta testers. Um, and they sign an NDA. And if it's leaked out that they have a cop, that their copy leaked out somewhere, they get in trouble. So, no. <laughs> um, like, there's already been beta testers that have actually uh, been on forums talking about the changes that are to the second part of the Final Fantasy VII remake. So. But that's a whole other topic. I'm going to guess that 90% of those people are lying and aren't actually beta testing it. No, no, no. They have... Um, they, they're willing to give screenshots. Stuff. Like, these people are... Like, these are constant people that were doing the same leaks for when Final Fantasy VII, before it came out, uh, that we're talking about some of the changes, and they were all 100% correct. These are the same people. Uh, uh, I'm going to go ahead and just um, completely disagree and with you. So, because um, I'm these, sure, are, these are known I'm sure like beta testers that are leak what they can uh, about testing games and stuff like that. So, they can't give everything, but yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> the PS4 version making its round, obviously. Um, so, yeah. Am I missing the other part of the story? Did I skip past it? <laughs> All right, yeah. So, um, we got unleash the build of Horizon. Ah, uh, from ways, yeah. 
The build questions uh, reportedly stems from the PlayStation 4 version of the game featuring all of the game's core content minus some art assets, supposedly. Uh, the VGS also claims that there is no version of the build um, basically circulating in the piracy. Yeah. Um, it is likely to remain under wraps until the release date, uh, unlike Halo Infinite, yeah, well, <laughs> which as many leaks come from the files are found in the beta tests that include major story spoilers, apparently. Um, so everything is supposed to be intact. It's just a matter of, I guess, getting a lot of the, they're removing art assets, certain things like that to get it to run properly on the PS4. So I, that's understandable because it's what we saw for PS5. Holy crap. Well, that this right here is footage from PS5. Yeah. That's the PS5 footage, which the is the flare and yeah. Shit like that. Um, which is what unreal engine five, I think is on right now, isn't it? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember what Horizons runs on. Um, uh, Demacia engine. It's something they built. Oh, okay. Um, with uh, uh, what's his name? Hideo Kojima. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's. I mean, it looks. I mean, that's fine if they can get it. Like I think they will. Malin Grimm pointed out earlier, it's a matter of the studios don't have as many people in Japan right now. Um, like, they're like they're on way more of a lockdown than we are in the U.S. Um, so yeah, it's amazing how much crazier the world has become, given how crazy we have become. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's way more lockdown. But the thing is, though, they like they're like a lot of their like people, like all, a lot of these people at these studios, unless they have uh, COVID a lot of these people can still work from home and help and work at the studio, which a lot of people are, are not going to the office. Like a lot of people are recommended. Don't come to the office. Please don't come to the office. Um, if you can do the work from home, stay at home kind of thing, uh, which is cool. Fucking scared shitless. Um, which is fine, which is, I was talking to Bazinga. A lot of people like work at Google and stuff like that. Uh, actually had to work at home because they said, don't come to Google. But after the lockdowns in uh, here, like we're, basically lax a little bit they basically told well, i'll just work from home from now on and they were cool they're like, yeah fine because well, the what's funny is you know well our job doesn't consist of being able to work from home but no unless we get robots <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're running around like with our heads cut off but the the company that tells us we can have a leave of absence they're all working from home <laughs> yes yes they, they are all working from home so uh which is yeah because they have their own outbreak they're dealing with so the next topic, so Phil Spencer is partly a grim gripe because it's he's gonna, gonna, he's going to be complaining, making some some points. So I'm going to play this little new add-on. Yes. That was Crim's rant of the week. I hope you like that little ditty. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, Grim's going to have something to say about this topic. Anyway, so Phil Spencer comments on his relationship with Activision. Um, and for the most part, he said he is rethinking uh, their relationship with Activision slash Blizzard um, in the coming no, future. No, they're not. In the coming future. <laughs> what did he say? That's what he said. That's just what he said? That's what the, mo so... the most part he said. That's what he said. Wow. Um, and obviously because a lot of people, like I said, like this is, this is going to be the year if like people like, um, 
kind of can make and break make or break Blizzard slash Activision. Like I am not buying the new Call of Duty, the new Call of Duty shit. <laughs> um, uh, and the same thing with EA. I am not list. I'm refusing to buy the new Battlefield game. The I've just seen more and more shit like about that game. I'm just like I'm not buying that game. We're so proud. I'm not buying that game. <laughs> um, like uh, the one of the newer ones that people have found in that game. You if you just jump. You can jump faster than someone can run. Okay, so um, let's have a quick conversation about this. Um, no, he's not. And no, it's not. Okay? Number one, they're not reevaluating anything. They're lying. This is just trying to cater to get some fucking brownie points. Mm. There's no way they're giving up, like, these companies are going to stop supporting the company that literally makes 40% of the money they make every year. Mm. Literally. Like, I'm sorry, Activision's Call of Duty release every year is so much money to fucking all, both of these, all these platform holders. None of them are reevaluating. He's lying. They're just saying this because today was part of a media blitz to make people think that they are like the social justice heroes. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not kidding, dude. I'm literally not kidding. They fucking um there's articles all over um Neogaf because like they talked about how they weren't gonna allow free speech on their platform anymore and how um they don't want to be a haven for hate and all this stuff. Like they, this is just a fucking media blitz. Yeah. Along well, with also... the other media blitz that they've been doing for months. And well, then pretending that they're gonna um somehow treat Activision differently because Activision did something wrong is just bullshit. And again, I'm not saying they shouldn't because fucking Activision did something wrong. I'm just saying they won't. Yeah, basically he kind of said he like, was... It's not happening. He said he was appalled at the accusations of what was going on at that company. Um, but he also said he isn't virtue shaming Activision. Um, but he feels that... You he... see, that's how you know he's lying. Right? Well, well, he also said that he is. he feels like what do you call it? He takes the how his employees feel uh, at work and how they feel safe. He takes it very seriously, and he doesn't want to be associated with a company if these accusations are actually true. So, rebuttal. <laughs> he he's full of shit because he's fucking. <laughs> All right, here's here's some stuff that people need to understand. Phil Spencer is full of shit. Oh, okay? I know he's full of I, shit. People... I know People try to that. pretend like Phil Spencer is some sort of hero for gaming and isn't full of shit. Of course, okay. Shit. I know he's full. And of shit, they do that's... this. No, they do this because <laughs> Where's like the full of shit button. So, yeah, right? <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'll, I'll, I'll explain to you. So back in the day, listen to me. Listen to me. Back in the day, when Don Matrick did the whole um, the whole thing about like the whole 360 launch, right? Yeah. They basically tried to claim. That Don Matrick is the reason why that launch happened. Like, he's the one that came up with all those ideas. The problem is, he was only one member of a giant team who they put together to build the Xbox One mm -hmm. when they announced the Xbox One, all oh, right? Yeah, yeah. He was the sacrificial lamb for all their shitty ideas. Phil Spencer was his second-hand man with all the shitty ideas. But because they, they sacrificed one, they brought him to the front, and people are like, Oh, well, Phil cared. No one else did, but Phil totally cared. Like, Phil definitely cared. He's our hero. So you fast forward to now, 
And everybody looks at Phil Spencer like he's this sweet, honest dude. But this motherfucker is the reason why they did 90% of the shit they did with the Xbox One like 10 years ago. Oh, yeah, Him, yeah, yeah, Patrick, yeah. and like five other people. Yeah, but no. he gets a free pass because they made him out to be the good guy yeah. and covered the rest of the the things. Well, the, I'd say, I would say the real test would be he, he if, if he really means this, what he said in this interview, um, if like that, those trials and lawsuits are still going on, if a lot of those accusations have found to be completely true, well, is he going to break ties with them? Is he going to stick to his word? No, dude, no, he will never do anything. Like he's literally never going to do anything. Well, this is the thing though. Like I, I, I do think he's full of shit. He just, he was just saying it to say it. Um, but this is the thing though, with the way things work and how things can spiral real fast. So say if they do these activate, like these accusations do like the alert charge, all these things happen. Say these, that worst case scenario happens for Activision Blizzard. Um, and People heard Phil Spencer say this and say, if another company goes, well, I'm going to be on top of this and I'm going to do it before them say like PlayStation and goes, you know what? We're not going to allow Activision or Blizzard games on our system anymore. Um, and then it spirals. Then it forces him. But, to but it. it's never going to happen. That's my fucking point. Now what? No, it's not going to happen now why? because they don't care. No, I know what I'm saying. People like, I'm not saying. People do it out of a moral choice or anything like that. I'm saying people do it because they think the other guy is going to do it. No, what I'm telling you is that even if they get half the industry gets behind them, because it's Xbox Zlots, mm-hmm. he'll just come out and say say that I believe they've changed and we're not going to do it, and everybody oh, will okay. flip back to it's okay. They're never going to hold his feet to the fire because he's Phil fucking Spencer <laughs> and he's been propped up. Dude, I'm not kidding. He, they, they promoted him to leader of the Xbox division, and they literally didn't release any games on their other system. Like, if you go look at the Xbox One, that thing was abandoned the day it came out. It was the worst support for a first party that I've ever seen in any consoles in my entire life, and that includes Square, um, Sega dying. Yeah. And people are like, no, it's cool. It fills a god. Really? Because he was in charge of the one after that other guy left, and his goal was to not spend any money and use it and you know, like Well the first guy so, was like, It's not just gaming anymore, it's for video whatever. And movies. Yeah, I don't and know what it is, yeah. Yeah. Bullshit. No. And it's like it's a fucking gaming console. Like yeah, I, yeah. I'm not saying because I know Dude, I'm not talking like there are there are people in other companies that are better. The only difference between him and Sony is like you don't see Shuhei Yoshida out there talking out his ass about how they're going about how they're gonna like trying to pander to the woke mob and releasing what is clearly ten, like there are literally like ten articles all from the same day on NeoGAF today from oh, yeah. Phil Spencer. It's like every six or seven months, Phil dumps money out of the Xbox division. To get a bunch of puff peeps written written about him and his division. And they do this every six months. And people are like, well, people just want to talk to him because he's such a great guy. No, dude. it's it, Microsoft is the king of marketing. They've been doing it since the 360 era. I'm the best. They dump talk about billions me. on this shit. Uh, what? I'm the best. Talk about me. Yeah. Like, they, they dump billions on this shit. And every six months this happens. And people are like, oh, they're taking a stand against... against 
toxicity on Xbox and Activision. No, they're fucking not. They're capitalized on an opportunity to spend money to convince you that they're the good guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Microsoft has never been the good guys in any fucking thing they've ever done. And that is not me hating Xbox. I hated them long before they made the Xbox. <laughs> they have always been assholes. They Their entire industry is built off of stealing someone else's idea. <laughs> Go, I'm the, You think I'm funny, Nate? Go watch a Pirates of Silicon Valley. Oh, they all stole from each other, dude. Yeah. No, they literally stole. They 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 stole inter the entire interface from IBM, and then they um put all their programs into Apple computers that were supposed to be shipped to Japan. And what they did was they went behind their backs, got the people in Japan to agree, and then they shipped Windows instead of the program that that Apple was working for called like Gateways or something. Yeah, I know. No, I know. That but that's only one story. They're like if you go back to like the sixties and stuff, they they were doing this shit like since all these companies were doing Commodore was doing it to other people, IBM was doing it to other people, they were all backstabbing each other. Yes, that's my fucking it was, point. It's all it was, over, it was, it was all it was over the, the place. Race. It was all over the place. So when you tell me when you sit there and tell me Microsoft is somehow like benevolent now for the consumer and uh, we care about gender equality and all that. You don't give a fuck about any of it. You're Microsoft. No, no, it comes down. These are a bunch of geeks that wanted to make money and they, they they're a they're company. Just, yeah, yeah. They didn't care. You uh, want to make yeah. product. Like nothing offends money. me more than companies pretending to give a shit about you. Yeah. Well, no, they don't, they don't, care. they don't know you. They, um, actually, you know, there is one thing that offends me more and that is uh, small indie developers pretending like they're better when they do literally the same thing, but on a smaller scale. Hey, I met Fez. Fez. It, it's amazing. You met the guy who made Fez? <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you hear about the time he insulted a poor Japanese developer who flew all the way from Japan just to meet him and ask him a couple questions about development? No. Yeah, live in front of like 400 people at a PAX thing. The guy asked the question and he said, Japanese people make shit video games. You guys don't know how to make video games. And then uh, Jonathan Blow laughed and said, I don't want to be a dick, but it's true. You guys are trash. What? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Go ahead and look it up. You can find the video. Indie devs. They, they get they get sucked off by, and I'm, not all of them. Again, I'm not lumping them all. But there's a chunk of them who get sucked off by the industry. And this chunk thinks they're fucking walking gods. And they haven't made anything relevant ever. No. No. And one of them was fuck was Phil Fish. I'll actually get the link for you so you can check it out. Because he he it's pretty mean. This poor Asian dude was just asking what Japan could do to get back into like a good position because gaming has kind of waned over there and their games were falling behind and he just flat out was like, You guys make shit. Wow. He's just a complete asshole. I'm so glad that they they broke his skin so much that he stopped making games yeah <laughs> yeah because he doesn't deserve to go down in any record ever him or jonathan blow hey guys i'm not a i'm not a puzzle pro but i can tell you right now there's a lot of flash games out of puzzle games that are better than what you made yeah, probably <laughs> probably Wow. So and they were made on like new ground back in like 2000. There's a small update. I'm just staring at like the screen and I'm like, holy crap, it's 12. The Adventures of Lolo for Nintendo it's, it's was 12 degrees Vets. outside. <laughs> holy shit. And I am not kidding. Adventures of Lolo is amazing now. Like, Jesus Christ, this like Arctic freeze we're getting right now. It was like 50 degrees last week, people. What the hell? 
It's my chill and hatred of indie people. Well, yesterday it was. And please understand. If there's any indie like devs that actually gr- listen, please understand. I'm not lumping you all together. I, I I say it, but I'd I played plenty of indie games that I really enjoy. Again, over and over again, I've said it a thousand times. There are just certain people in this game industry that work overtime Back. in in shitting on games made from non-indie devs and then pretending like because they know an indie dev that they're the most important thing in the world. Yeah. And it's like, you guys are no different. You all work hard to make a game. Stop acting like you have your head up your own ass. So literally as we're talking about this, uh, I got a, a tweet for some reason from IGN. Yep. And it says, this is coming from Phil Spencer. Uh, we're not a free speech platform. We're a yep. platform around interactive yeah. entertainment and video games. Yeah, and that's... we're not allowed there to allow all kinds of social discourse to happen on our platform. Politics are not why we exist. Yeah, that's that was on the same article I just had up. He, yeah. And here's then, like, the problem. Here's the problem. <laughs> if you, it, somebody posted know... the thing, it's literally all about politics. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. Here, <laughs> here's the problem with that statement. We know for a fact that the what it will be is if you go on there and you say a bunch of like pro black lives matter stuff that's mean and hateful you'll be fine but if you say anything pro trump you'll be banned like they're they're saying they're not political but the politics will be look be left and you'll be fine be right and you'll be in trouble so they did the same thing on world of warcraft they told people we don't want politics and like chat and stuff and yeah. then you can log on to any World of Warcraft server, and you will see a bunch of hateful shit from the left on there. Yeah, but, and they don't get banned. Yeah, but uh, Graham, it's always one side or the other, or the other, the third side. Somebody's going to get pushed. Uh, somebody gets pushed out. That's so, my point. Um, so no matter you can't. Who, no the, matter the, the what point era is, we you live can't in. claim. The point is, you can't. The point is, you can't claim that you're not a network for like political speech if you're going to be one sided on it. So because then you are somebody puts a meme in here and it goes Call of Duty creating false narratives in the name of patriotism in order to gain influence over the populace and incite war. <laughs> Assassin's Creed exposing how all religion is a lie by illuminating various Muslim and Christian influences within the Holy Land during the Third Crusade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Halo is literally just a ham fisted post 9-11 fundamental of allegory. <laughs> Battlefield 5 some chick. <laughs> <laughs> in World <laughs> War Two, <II. laughs> like, uh... like, like I said, the the argument is just this is the kind of sh- the pandering bullshit I don't like because I know they won't enforce the rules correctly because mm. they're, they're trying to be the same as YouTube and Facebook and and YouTube doesn't enforce the rules correctly. Well, no, no, no. They but... tell you, I know. No, they'll tell you something like don't spread misinformation, but then they turn around and let like CNN constantly spread mis- misinformation no i know ever since the beginning of media or newspaper or anything um there's always been sides of politics no matter what country yeah but um, dude, and it, if you're on the wrong side you'll get ousted no matter that's what. not literally not how it worked but ever since the beginning of media there was like a a middle ground shift where like 50 percent of the people were on one and 50 percent of the people on the other give or take the problem now is that it's gotten to the point where even the white house is like no only this side can talk and we're going to let tech censor the other side. That's the problem. It's it, mm. no one's ever been pushed out. There has never been a point where one side was not allowed to speak their mind. That's not how it's ever worked. Yeah, I don't know. I beg to differ, but that's another argument. But you can beg to differ all you fucking want, but you're a commie. So you're a pit, <laughs> you obviously haven't like, I've literally watched videos on there, this dude. There has never been a point 
where well, one side was told they can't have an opinion. Well, there was a there was an area like exactly you just pointed out the Red Scare where communists weren't allowed to speak their opinion. They're not a side in the fucking debate. They are. You can dumbass. you can register and you can register as a communist in America. Do it's you? Always, you always can. <laughs> it's not a political debate, dude. They don't have a party. Yes, they do. No, they don't. They literally don't have a party. Yes, they do. They've had a party. No, since... they have a group of people like no, you. They've had a very <laughs> no. They've had a very big party since like the ni- early 1900s. They've had a big party, like since the beginning of Marxism. Christ, <laughs> it's been around. He lives in a fan- he lives in a fucking fantasy, and that yeah. is they don't have the freedom to speak. Not because there's a law, which is what freedom of speak uh, freedom freedom of speech is. It's a law that tells you you can do that. Yeah. They didn't have that freedom because of mob mentality. It wasn't because the government said they couldn't do it, hmm. which is the whole point. No, no, no. Actually, there's a difference. Actually, there's a difference between free speech that you're given because the law protects it, and free speech you lose because a bunch of assholes on Twitter try to f- get you fired if you bring it up. No, during the rest. that's what happened to them. No. They weren't told they couldn't be communists. They were told, "Look, if you are, a bunch of assholes are going to tell you you're not allowed to." But the government never told them. No, but th- there That's was. That's the fucking point. No, but there was. Like, if you were uh, part of the Communist Party um, during the Red Scare, you were on an FBI watch list. Um, and actually, they... Lucio Being Ball... on an FBI watch list does not mean there's a law against you doing it. It just means they're keeping an eye on you because nobody wants communism to run rampant in this country, dude. In because ni- when communism takes over a country, it turns into China, which where they have slaves right now working till they're dead, <laughs> and they're fucking chemically castrating these people in 1954 there was the communist control act by dwight eisenhower that outlaws the communist party of the united states and criminalizes membership in or support for the party or communist action organizations yeah okay okay so there was a law it's perfectly fine law because communism (laughs) no i am not for that that's no (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna talk about communist tech that's all of ours gimme It's all of ours, which it always drives you up a wall. That's one thing I have to say that I hate. Like, I love this one of my favorite songs of all, uh, um, uh, like my favorite songs. Obviously, John Lennon's one of my favorite uh, artists I listen to, but uh, Imagine's one of my favorite songs. I just hate when people play. Yeah, imagine if he was uh, smart enough not to be a druggie. Well, no, I well, no, get shot. He wasn't a druggie anyway. <laughs> That's a whole other thing. He was a druggie for a period. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> dude, he was shot because he was a druggie. No, that's not why he was a druggie. He was, he, he got <laughs> they shot. Li- he, he literally got, got, he got killed because of drugs. No, he got shot, um, because of an obsessed, he actually got he shot for the same reason. He got from the same reason that Dimebag Daryl got killed oh, is because yeah, yeah. John Lennon was breaking out and doing his own thing. And then a fan got pissed that they broke up. He blamed them for breaking up the Beatles and shot him. Everybody so. knows Yoko Ono broke up the Beatles. I just hate like when people like play that song. It's like the, like John Lennon said in multiple interviews, that song is a communist manifesto. <laughs> Literally. But, and they always used to play it for Christmas. Yeah, they still do. <laughs> they play it New Year's every time. I'm like, you probably don't know the meaning of those like, <laughs> lyrics, do you? But, oh, well, that's all right. No, no. <laughs> Smart people know the meaning of it. That's why I just laugh when I hear it. Because it's fucking fantasy world. That's not how the real world works. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, so anybody, so we're going to get in tech and technology and whatnot. And we're going to, what has people been watching? I've been watching a handful of things. I've been mostly watching tutorials and lectures and seminars. 
<laughs> I've been watching how to argue with a commie. Uh, uh, I've been watching a lot of that, obviously. That would be a show, man. Uh, but I also, I've been watching other things. So, anybody else check out anything very interesting this week? There's a Dude, lot. There's a, a TV there, show. A I would of... literally just walk in and be like, communism and take the, take an entire pizza <laughs> and walk away. <laughs> the guy's got a pizza. Communism, grab like 80% of it and leave. <laughs> That'd be a show. Oh. Give him the cross back and be like, here's your 50%. <laughs> I'll take that computer. Thank you. Where's the keys to your car? Is that your girlfriend? I'm taking the back half. Have a good day. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, man. Not even um, let me see. Did I watch anything? I don't think I've watched anything, really. Too much D&D work. Oh, I started watching a new Captain Robert uh, campaign because he's got a fucking million of them. Other than that, nothing. Really. I, I've been watching this old show from I don't know, a few years ago. It's not. It's not. It's not good. It's just uh, the idea is cool. It's called Stitchers. Where did I see that? I saw a trailer of that. I think. And basically, the they a person dies and they go into their brain and see the last you know five. Yeah, that's okay. I did see the trailer of that. Yeah, it's neat. It's just I did. See, yeah. Nah. Nah. <laughs> it, was, it, was it produced by? I have no idea. Oh, I've, I didn't even pay attention. What channel's it on? What network? I don't even know what it was on. It's oh. on Freeform or whatever. Oh, okay. I don't know. Because that really does matter because it, yeah, because some companies do really good jobs. Some people don't get but that's a whole other argument. <laughs> um, some people are in the middle of the road. People... <laughs> Kurt Farquhar. I don't know who uh, he is. Jeffrey Allen Schechter. Nobody I've ever heard of. Huh. I don't know. It, it's it's got a bunch of like actors you've probably never seen either. Well, yeah, but everybody's to get their start somewhere. Though. Yeah, except for one girl. Yeah. But the funny thing is, like, the main character is she's she's just very dry. She's got no emotion, no nothing like that. But that's her character. That's that, who yeah, she's yeah. supposed to be. That is, she's yeah. she has no sense of time. She's there's a there's a medical name for that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, blind people actually have that problem. Literally, oh, yeah. it's called uh, non twenty four. Uh, they have a real problem with actually understanding what time oh, it is. Wow. No, she's yeah. it, there's an actual term to it. Yeah. But uh dysplasia. Something ah, dysplasia. Okay. Yeah. Uh but because she's got that, she can uh do that. But she's got no no emotions either. In hey. uh, temporal dysplasia. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. uh then you find out why she's like that because they used her as a stitcher when she was a kid and she didn't remember that at all. Oh jeez. And that that's what gave her that problem. That's the story. The idea of the story is good. It's just the, yeah. know, the actors are kind of meh. <laughs> it's it's it, it, it's it's super rare. And then and then then I saw the trailer for Fresh Prince of Bel Air. What? There's, I didn't oh, see that trailer yet. Oh, oh, I, I didn't know that was a trailer yet. Uh, I knew it was being produced. But uh, it was terrible. It's a CD. It's like a CW drama. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's not, it's not 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 our our comedy. Ooh. No, it's a CW drama. Oh, that's terrible. It's, oh. If you're watching anything on CW, you're in you're in the same book as Nate. Oh book. no, I don't watch. <laughs> I don't watch CW. No, 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 no. The, no, the, no. I'm just saying that I think so low of CW people that I I put them in the same boat as commies. <laughs> so. um, no. Um. Yeah. No. So one thing I do have to say though, if you're not checking out the newest season of Cobra Kai, you're really missing out. <laughs> yes and no. Um, it, it, it was fun, but there the, some of the, the writing thing. was. I haven't watched the whole thing yet. The, but. I'm not not going to spoil, but some of the writing is terrible, dude. Uh, 
like like not terrible in the fun way just terrible in the terrible way i think they did a great job bringing terry silver back the character from the third karate kid movie uh who was the only like real psychopath in like the whole series which is cool like he's he is the bad bad guy so um and they already shot i didn't even know this they already shot season five and done oh wow it's already in post-production yeah i'm still on season one um and I think yeah, there's the, certain things that are goddamn great. It's just some real lazy writing near the yeah, end. I just can't get over him accidentally hitting his girlfriend and that all. Nope. Fucking miscommunication. No, like not even spoiler. Fucking things. hate bullshit they, like that. Like I, well, I I'll, so tell, I'll tell you where I'm at. I, I watched up to uh, right after him and uh, Johnny uh, fight. And then they decide to break off and do their own thing again. Uh, dude, I hate. I am sick and tired of the Twitter mob getting influence on everything. Okay, mm-hmm. you remember the first season? You remember that chubby fact, uh, chubby black girl that was in it for like three episodes? Oh, well, she was in the first two seasons. She wasn't in. No, she was in the first season. She's gone after the first season. Her character is almost non-existent and not even important. No, she's in the second season because she's at that party with she's that She's literally in only in the first season, dude. I've watched all the seasons multiple times. No, I, I've rewatched them too. She's in the second season. I can guarantee it. She's in the second season. The girl with the glasses, right? All right. Well, I'm not going to debate with you because I know I'm right. But my <laughs> <Okay>. point being <laughs> is she has absolutely no like bearing or worth on the show at all. Yeah. And she for some reason, they character. go through the trouble of bringing her back for a 10-minute conversation. No, dude, she's as, su- if, as if someone on Twitter was like, you know, she doesn't deserve to not be on the show. We should get her back on the show for like one more, you know? It was a wasted 20-minute conversation with a character that no one cares about because she's not important to the story. Yeah, she's a supporting character that didn't have storylines. That's all she was. That's my... F- they That's do it all was. the time. Like, that goddamn movement to bring that bitch back from the first season of fucking... Stranger Things. The same thing with like they didn't do it, but they like millions of people like she deserves better. No, she's a character. She deserves to be killed because that was the point of her character. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. This doesn't <laughs> like fucking Christ. The whole point of that other the character in Cobra Kai was her leaving, so that you could have strength, more strength to the like alienate and isolate the other girl, Samantha. Yeah. That was the point of her best friend leaving was to do that. And they're like, well, let's bring her back. Why? Yeah. That's the thing is, I didn't know. So what's his face? The guy, the older guy there. Why can't I'm drawing a blank? I always draw a pen. I get the podcast. Um, uh, the older guy they, uh, that, that runs Cobra Kai now. That, uh, what the hell is his name? Kurt, Kurt, Kreese. Anyway, I can't remember the actor's name at the moment. But I didn't realize that guy is like, all those guys are in such good shape. That guy's in his 70s. Really? Yeah, and still fucking and, waiting for you, and, and still doing martial arts. Like, and I didn't know this about because I was watching an interview with uh, uh, William Zab- uh, Zabka and uh, uh, Ralph Macchio. They both never stopped their training uh, with martial arts after uh, Karate Kid. They've never stopped. They said, "I was like, wow." He said, "That's why." Oh, I was like, "Holy shit!" Uh, what's his name? Danny Larusso boy needs to train a little harder though because he looks <laughs> awkward in ninety percent of this shit. The other guy looks good, but he looks real fucking awkward and off balance on all of his stuff. I don't know. And I... like three of the kids look good. I enjoy the show, but three of the kids look good, 
and the rest of the kids I kind of just ignore because they just don't look like they know what they're doing. Well, they actually, if you watch behind the scenes, they spend, they were spending a good like 15 hours a day training every day for like weeks, weeks, before, do, weeks but, before shooting. You know, I was like, holy shit, they that, put in the work. That's like saying um, anybody who tries real hard can play like a sport well. <laughs> Realistically, it, that's not how it works. Like, they try real hard, I've but been, a good chunk I've of those been people playing look golf real bad. for years, and I suck. Especially okay. in, in <laughs> day. But a good 80% of the chicks look real bad and, when they're fighting. Yeah. They, it's slow. Like, if you watch the... the, the, the um, It's like watching the, the, the Darth Vader scenes. versus Obi-Wan fight. Yeah. No, like, no, what no, you no, see when not. you watch the chick fight scenes on Cobra Kai is that the camera cuts off the bottom half of their bodies almost all the time. So you just see upper body, but when they cover like Robbie, like for example, I'm not going to, not to spoil anything, but they do the, the, the big fight scene at the end with Robbie and whoever else it is. It's fucking good. Nate. Like, uh, well, you that's can cause... tell that these guys are athletic. Yeah. And then they do some shit with like the chicks and you're just kind of like, uh, <laughs> they yeah. just don't look anywhere near as good. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm, I'm really, really impressed with that. And I am so have to say, cause I pointed out Dexter last week or the week before, uh, easily the best comeback to a tv show uh i do have to say though i if you're a dexter fan watch this season because it's the season that it's kind of what it is it's the season that should have been um and i see why they did it now because there's not gonna be any more dexter after this and the story ends completely uh, oh which, no which is cool because it actually because the ending in was absolutely crap because there was no consequences uh there was no character arcs were never finished anything season eight was just crap because of that um and I think that's why Michael Hall, because he's one of the heads of this project for the Dexter New Blood. Um, and obviously, he's the one who plays Dexter. He was mad, too. He didn't like how they ended it either. And I think that's the big... I see that's the big reason why he think he did this. He wanted to give the fans the closure to the arc that never happened. Um, which is good. It now has a complete ending to the series. Completely. The story ends hey, finally. Nate, have you been paying attention to anything about Wheel Time? Um, well, we don't have time to talk about that because it's time to get to the tech news. <laughs> Christ Almighty. Oh, no, I didn't want to talk about it. I just wanted to point out that Nate, yeah, no, people I are turning on it just like I said they would. Yeah, we'll say. We'll say. Anyway, let's get on to tech news. <laughs> so, the first thing is actually something very, very useful. And the fact that you see Porter here, it's interesting. Anyway, so Rode Mike Go To. It uh, changes it's the about thing. time. Shotgun Mike. That's a tiny shotgun mic. It's it's basically it's the remake of the little guy that I had. Yeah, but basically, like I, they must have lost their copyright to it or something like that because there's so many companies using that exact style now. It look it's literally the same mic. Yeah, but I don't think you can copyright that. You can copyright the tech you're using, but you can't copyright like the. You can type. You can copyright the look. To a point. Yeah, you can copyright can, design. Dude, dude, if bullshit, because if that's the case, Nate, Gibson wouldn't be suing every left person, every person out there that makes a fucking Les Paul copy or an Explorer copy. True. true. Okay? No, like, I know. I know even but if like, the headstock is the same, they, they sue I know, them. but like when uh, the first Galaxy came out, Apple tried suing them, and it didn't go anywhere. Because there wasn't phones out there good enough. There was it, it was there but was them not, and them. That's but it. we're not about something that's good enough. We're just talking I, about... No, I mean, it was just them and them. Yeah. So... It's because they had that home button thing. Yeah. But now they can't they can't do that. But um anywho, so now it I guess it's slightly better and you can plug it into a computer with that USB C now. Yes. And it can plug into the the the, the mic. Nice. Into the camera. Yeah. 
Um, I'm guessing it's rechargeable. It's a hundred dollars. That's not bad at all. No, no. For a road mic? No. Well, the other one was cheaper, but it was it was passive. Okay. I. I don't. I think it's powered slightly. I. Well, how is it powered with only a three point five millimeter? Well, it has USB. Obviously, it's chargeable, so it has its own little built-in little sound card thing inside it. Chip, anyway, most likely. Yeah, it's got something because people can, you can use it like yeah. on a computer and stuff now too. Yeah. I don't know if it's powered though. I don't know. But he said the the guy that the reviewed it said uh, he tested it against four hundred dollar mics. And he said it competed very well, very well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it looks cool. I don't know. Yeah, but I like the deities. The deities are nice too. The, the one I have, it's powered, yeah. and it turns on when you start when you recording. Start recording, yeah. You don't have to worry about shutting it off. And oh, it's so much better. Oh, I know, I know, because no, I have the. The Rode Video Mic Pro or something like no, not the not the Pro, the Go. No, the Go, the Go is a small guy. So I have the Go Video. Yeah, the Rode Video Mic. Yeah, and the one we attached to when we were using the Boom Mic thing. Yeah, we used it a lot. Yeah, we used it. It got its it's got its worth yeah. out of it. It was a great mic. Yeah, but the Deity is so much better. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I I don't need one, but. I'm I'm happy that they're finally coming out with something new because it's been a while. Besides besides their uh, no lapel mics, but a hundred dollars though that is an awesome entry level mic. That is like oh yeah, fucking amazing entry level mic. Yeah, holy shit, definitely for a hundred bucks. Yeah, <laughs> goddamn. That, that we're gonna be seeing a lot of people use that. Oh yeah, well the, that'll be the that'll be the bloggers bloggers mic. Right there. Oh yeah, yeah. That will be like the right vlog. That will be the vloggers, Mike. Mm-hmm. People will be oh, buying to vlog YouTubers with YouTubers and bloggers. Please. I'm kind of. So, I was usually see CES. They they talk about a lot of camera stuff. I could not find anything about cameras this year. No camera development. Yeah, like nothing. Groundbreaking. Like, yeah, no the the new Canon TL three twenty two or something. You know. Or hmm. the Sony A seven forty two, nothing, nothing big that I saw. Huh? I haven't, at least that I found yet. Huh? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it's because we weren't there. <laughs> I, we got emails from CES. I don't know why, but <laughs> we got emails. Yeah. Hey, do you have no audience? Want to watch? Yeah, 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 yeah. CES? You have to have at least fifty thousand subscribers to even buy a ticket. But yeah, that's all. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. But you want to buy a ticket? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. CES would be cool to go to. Yeah. Oh. But. Yeah. I, I'd, ra- I, I'd rather. CES or NOM, of course. Well, yeah, of course. NOM, I'd yeah. love to go to NOM. But CES. Nobody over, over wants E3. to go to NOM, dude. <laughs> no, NOM is. You don't a, want to be anywhere near the NOM. NOM is a uh, music instrument like E3 type thing. Yeah. But uh, I would have liked to go to E3 when E3 didn't suck. E3 before it went uh, public? (laughs) No, I mean E3 before, like, people decided they weren't going to do um, press conferences anymore. Yeah, before companies started going, yeah, no, we're not doing E3 anymore. Yeah. But when E3 E3 mattered. Before they stopped doing something to give back to their fans. Yeah, when E3 mattered, I guess you could say. Fucking assholes. Anyway. Of all the things you stopped doing. 
You so. stop doing the thing that the fans love the most. Yeah. So I, like you guys are fucking so assholes. <laughs> used to be so fun. E three. Yeah. Like so. like I really liked when we did uh did our little live stream. Me and Grim. Dude, oh yeah. I yeah, loved yeah. watching the press conferences and shit. Yeah, and it's just fun. gone now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway. It's too expensive. Fuck you. Okay. What'd you spend? A hundred grand on it? You make like 80 billion a year. Grow up. <laughs> Jesus. Like, I'm serious, dude. It's a fucking joke. It's a goddamn joke. You can't tell me that that costs too much money. Yeah. So. There's literally no way. So let's get on to this. So Ford tries to fight F-150's lightning scalpers by banning resales. How do you ban resales? So first of all, I, how, how does that even work? This whole scalping thing, they they <laughs> there needs to be a law. Okay, they need to do fucking something. They're scalping vehicles now. Like what the fuck? What do you think happened to the Tesla truck when it was released? Fuck the Tesla truck. <laughs> this is everything now. Yeah, all like, twelve people yeah, got yeah. that truck. Well, no, it sold out actually completely on day on the day of yeah, that. Yeah, twelve launch. of them. No, <laughs> twelve. It's yeah, but they haven't even come out. No, I know. <laughs> But no, this is just getting ridiculous. Like, first of all, it's like near impossible to get a new car right now, with all yeah. the all those all the chip shortage and shit like that. Now they got these fucking F one fifty. It's an electric truck. Yes, but I can't believe they're scalping them. I'm, I'm just like, oh my god. How do you ban? How, how, do, you, how do you ban a resale though? How does that work? First of all, there's a rich motherfucker well, that can buy the think, fucking thing. Well, no, so, how, I'll explain how a resale a resale ban works. See, first they go. Well, we want to stop scalping, but we don't want to have take a hit to our pocket. So we're just going to make it so they can't re resell it, and that way we still make money. Well, no, 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 no. That's not why I'm saying that, Grim. I don't think you understand the uh, car and maybe works. because it's an electric vehicle. They're they're when because you have to. Log I know in. how the car industry works. I'm just making fun of the fact. Maybe you have to log into they, the truck. That the way they come up with the the solution they come up with is to not allow these people to then sell it to someone who actually wants it. No, 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 no. I don't. No, I, I'm I'm pretty sure you're skipping on like. Because I don't think you're getting the point how the car industry works. So Ford is not allowed to sell you a car. Okay? That's how our law is stated. Um, um, Ford can't sell you a car. Um, our entire car market is a resale market. Um, because they sell those cars to the dealership. The dealership sells them to you. Um, Ford, by law, cannot sell you a car. Meaning you can't go to a factory and buy it. Yeah, you can't buy a car for Ford. Literally. You can't do that in, mm -hmm. in America. Um which is why, like, Tesla showrooms don't have any cars. They just have the – well, they have come cars, but you can't buy them. Yeah. Um, you have to buy them online because you're not allowed to buy a car from a from an actual company. You can't do that. Um, so I don't know how they're stopping them when it is, but a, that, but, but, it is a resale already. But that, you're, you're really going literal. You got to stop thinking well, that way. Well, the these way the guys law, don't know this shit. Yeah, but the way the law – The way our actual law thinking, works is very black and white. Nate, think like a fucking uh, article writer, okay? <laughs> I, I okay, because they're not gonna leave this shit. They're not gonna know this shit, okay? Because well, remember, they don't they don't show their sources. Uh, yeah, so, that's just terrible. <laughs> anyway, um, but uh, uh, yeah, I don't know how. Uh, I think it might say cracking down limited number of dealers that allegedly violated sales and services. Oh, because uh, another another thing that they're trying to do is stop. Uh, the dealers from uh adding on prices oh. pricing because they're <laughs> yeah they do they like the on. msrp from ford will be like 
39000 And then and they'll then, charge 6000 for it. Yeah, they'll charge another six grand on it when <laughs> yeah. the, the delivery fee is only $500 or something stupid like that. Yeah, they yeah, all do remember, it. They all do it. Only the car yeah. company can rip you off. Well, no, that law the was because um, dealerships weren't making any money when they put this law into place. No, I, people, I'm just people, saying the, the price of the vehicles, dude, like they don't they don't want the upsell. No, unless but, they're the ones up upping the cost. No, I'm saying the, in, we're the ones who amounts. we're the ones who did this though, um, because dealerships basically got a hold like members of Congress stuff like that involved because dealerships weren't making any money because people are like I'm not going to go to a car dealership but I can go right to the factory and buy a car for like a quarter of the price. Why would I do that? Yeah. Um. So they made the law that you can't buy it from Ford. You can't buy it from the actual car manufacturer anymore. So it's a law that hurts us. Yes. Uh. So it says that it's not clear just what those payments were although this suggests that they were more than just the markups you frequently see when cars are in high demand the no resale clause isn't new to the automotive world ford used it to ensure its gt supercar reached its real owners however it's still rare for evs particularly for relative mainstream vehicles like the f-150 lightning this reflects the popularity of the lightning of course but might also be vital to ford scalping has hurt access to many other tech products such as game consoles and video cards well yeah we know (laughs) but like i put this topic in here because it's just blowing me away oh yeah that the the scout like that's an expensive thing to scalp (laughs) (laughs) like you gotta buy that shit because even when you pre-order like i think when you pre-order stuff like in that that case you have to show that you have that money or that you can get yes. that loan yes so they're putting like yeah but when you've made like a hundred thousand dollars off this view card you scalped last month i mean why not they're not making a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> off this video card themselves. <laughs> however <laughs> they did find the missing truckload of uh video cards oh they did they're in vietnam oh at a, at a shop <laughs> of course they are because yeah. they sold the black market I, oh, yeah. I, I should have posted that. Yeah, they, uh, they found them. No, they're they're not on the black market. Well, they're in a store. Yeah, a retail shop. Yeah, because they bought. Dude, from if you're the black buying it, buying something in Vietnam, it's a black market. Period. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they, they legal shop or not, it's been stolen from somewhere else. Viet Buy or <laughs> Best Nam. Uh, but yeah, I just wish it would. Uh, the option to ban customers from reselling the lightning for up to a year after purchase okay oh yeah that's gonna so, stop. so i'm so guessing you have to log into that, that truck so that vin number can't be <laughs> fucking christ so <laughs> Dude, oh, i'm never buying a vehicle where i have to sit down and be like email um, <laughs> no, <laughs> don't be even, surprised no a lot of cars like for instance like i had to when i got my jeep i had to log into my radio Oh, you did? And it actually found out there was like, I think her girl, like it, it was able to me like, like you can hear a video message of who a last owner and stuff put on there. And it was, it, it was like Lisa's something Jeep. I was like, what the hell? So I had to erase that and stuff like that and put my own credentials and stuff in. Wow. Lisa's so, a fucking hoe. Yeah. So Grim's going to be driving the classics pretty soon. Yeah. Classics. Because never. Because when, meaning that cars predating having to log into the car oh, oh my god yeah. this is such a... <laughs> yeah i do plan to eventually actually replace my radio though i do want to get a little bit around i've been, I want, get, I've been wanting to do that but, for years but i have to get the kit though too and it's not that hard it's just a little bit more complicated that's why i have to, I have to get it. the kit to transfer it so i can control it with my steering wheel 
Yeah. Well, you'll also have to get another adapter. It's it. It's weird with Jeeps, I guess. Chrysler yep. vehicles, because uh, Caitlin's truck. She wanted. To, she got it. She has the same truck Jeep I have. I think. Does she? Well, yeah. they had to get a, an extra. There's an extra thing you got to get that overrides something that lets you do it. No, I know. I know what I have to get. Because um, you got the stereo, you got the obviously the harness, and then you have to get they sell we sell them at the store uh, conversion kits. No, uh, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about the steering wheel thing. There's another thing. Oh, there's another thing. There's another thing that you got to get that plugs into to, that overrides the factory. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I've never uh, heard of it. I've I've changed out several. I'll have to ask her about it because yeah. she did it already. So. Yeah, yeah. I've changed out several radios. I've never heard of that. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. I just want yeah no. There's certain things I want this radio doesn't do. So yeah, I I, I just I want to scream like, like I want full Android on my radio. They're not the best. Those radios. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the ones that you find like on Amazon. Yeah. Stuff, well, no, no, no. I know there's some really cheap ones, but there's some good ones out there. Uh, my cousin got a good one and he took it out because it was terrible. Oh, it was awful. Yeah. Huh. Okay, so this next one's interesting. It's only a proof of concept. Not anywhere near soon happening, but could be soon. Uh, 3D printed OLED could soon lead to a DIY screens. Um, now, obviously, you can 3D print a lot of things, and this is already, like, there's a lot. They've attempted this a few times, and it hasn't really worked. And granted, the 3D printer they actually did this on costs more than a Tesla. <laughs> so, you ain't, you ain't doing this on your home 3D printer yet. <laughs> um, so... So in the OLED, obviously points out here, uh, OLED panels have been 3D printed before, but not to this level of success. Uh, UMN uh, referred to previously uh, partially printed OLED panels that depend on spin coating or thermal evaporation to be used in real devices. Um, the authors of this new paper had also 3D printed to make a prior OLED screen, but struggling to uh, achieve uniform light emanating layers. But by tweaking the process of including uh, different types of 3D printing, uh, spray printing for active layers, and extrusion printing for electrodes, um, interconnected um, insulation, and encapsulation of the research that was fine, um, they were able to make a flexible uh, 3D printed screen that could print that could uh, display uh, basically digits for the most part. It wasn't able to display much else. But as you can see in the image, it's actually, he's just completely bending the screen. Um, but it is, it's super thick though. <laughs> it is like super, super thick. Is it? It is. Yeah. Um, it's a really, really thick screen. It's like this thick. Oh. Yeah. So it's like an inch thick? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see it. Yeah, yeah. See, it's oh, like an inch thick. Retarded. Oh, from that angle. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You don't see it in that picture. Well, he's bending it, but he's bending it forward to the screen. So you don't see the angle he's yeah. bending it at. Um, but granted, it's flexible. I guess there's that, but it ain't like the flexible screens from like Samsung that are like super thin. Mm -hmm. um, the memory repairing screens. This is just like layers upon layers and layers of 3D printing. Yeah. But they pulled it off though. It shows it is possible. You could do it. It's, yeah. Is that supposed to be the actual image? I got to get up and see what that says. Because how can that be that? That's the same thing, yeah. That's insane that you can't tell. Yeah, you're okay. seeing it from the top, though. You're seeing all the layers no, of plastic. No, I know, I know, I know. It's just how clear it is. Oh, yeah, it's clear from the front, but not from the top. That's, that's insane. Yeah. Because you're seeing all those printed layers that way. And there's all different types of material and everything else all in between those layers. 
So, I mean, it's neat. <laughs> I mean, who knows? 20 years from now, I need a new screen. I'll just print out. <laughs> you won't be buying TVs anymore. We'll just be printing them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Slack would load. So, this next one's interesting. So, really, it's going to advance. And I think we covered this vaguely when they were experimenting. They're still experimenting. Um, entangled microwave photons uh, are going to give 500 times boost to radar. Um, so, obviously, radars work now. They send a signal off and it bounces back. That's how rudimentally they work, I guess. For the most yeah, part. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's something blocking it, which yeah. makes it tell them there's something there. So instead of that, the radar is going to send basically half of that signal. Like it's going to send off part of the signal, which is going to be half of the half of it. You know what I mean? So because it's using quantum entanglement, which means it sends off one particle to give information. As soon as that particle comes in contact with that, it's instantly going to give the information back to the radar instead of have to travel back. Hmm. Um, because obviously the way quantum entanglement works, it's, uh, well, what Einstein referred to as spooky action at a distance, um, is if you split, you mean a particle in half and change part of the other half, it immediately affects the other one. You mean the other one, like say if you had two particles and both were green, um, and then you took, split it in half, you change the other one to blue. The other one would turn blue instantly, right at the exact same time. They do well. We have an idea how this works. We don't. It's still theoretical, but that's why quantum physics is still theoretical. Um, that's why it's called quite a spooky action in a sense because they don't exactly know what's happening. But it's called quantum entanglement because somehow, no matter how far you get them apart, they're entangled hmm. on a quantum level that we don't understand yet. That's so, some blood in my ears right now. Because <laughs> I have no idea what the fuck. <laughs> but basically, it'll allow obviously you know like half the amount of time and distance like we can get information from satellites, like tiny satellites. If we can convert them into using quantum capability, you mean like can be half the size and have three times capability. It's gonna be f fucking awesome. <laughs> um, there is something out there. I don't care what this is. Not to mention like once we get into like levels of like quantum internet and shit like that. It's you think like ten gigabits fast, hundred gigabits yeah. fast. Wow, you're talking about instant. Well, didn't they just announce that they figured out how to make like faster speeds in space? Yes, they they've been yeah with uh, uh with qubits. I don't know. There was something I saw like a couple of weeks ago. I was like, oh look at that, yeah. really really fast. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah it's yeah it's, it's it's really fast, but they don't know how the human will survive in it. The human will survive in it. It goes fast as hell to where we'd be mush. Oh, you mean the actual capsule? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You would need, you would have to have anti gravity to actually have that Something. work properly. But that's that's a whole other numbers we have to crunch. We have to talk to some more aliens. To get that <laughs> oh, that's that, yeah. We have to crunch some more numbers to get that going. Uh, but no, I'm really excited. Especially like I mean, I can't like it's gonna be crazy because by the time like in 20 years we'll probably have the easily the beginning stages of quantum internet and it's going to be like we're going to be like gigabit speed how slow how do you even survive they i want them to figure <laughs> i want them to figure out teleportation <laughs> the, the problem with that is, is that um what do you mean? the calculating of every single molecule in your body yeah is the problem yeah because we 
come back. We could come back with the fly. You know? Well, no, no, no. The, that's not. It's the problem is you have to have, you have to calculate on a quantum level every movement of every molecule. Your molecules in your body are constantly moving all the time. You have to const, You have to count for every single movement that we're going to do and everything else. Mm. It's that's holy. Someday we're gonna get there. But it's probably going to be a while. <laughs> it's going to be a while. <sighs> Just like it's going to be a while until we figure out. Well, we'll never figure out time travel. But <laughs> I don't think like, that's a thing. Like people don't think like even like you think, oh, well, they'll just move inanimate objects. No. Like even this table, if you put it under a microscope, like I mean of really, really, you're going to see a lot of things moving around. Yeah. It's not solid. It's not solid at all. Yeah. Don't put it under a blue light. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Wait <laughs> God, the joke went right over his head. Like he, didn't even, he didn't even get it. Ew. No, I get it. I'm just saying. No, okay. you really didn't. I did. I know what a blue like, and Joe, I'm just saying it's not relevant. But anyway. <laughs> you know what? Then I'll just sit here and say nothing while you ramble on about a fucking table not being solid for 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, Christ. Hey, you could say how fast you could download porn with your quantum internet. It downloads before you push the button. <laughs> it already knows it. You yeah, your, yeah. You go to your computer, there's porn there already because <laughs> it heard your thoughts. <laughs> Dude, told you, he don't know shit. People don't download porn anymore. Oh, oh, good point. Yeah. Well, here's nothing to do with porn. <laughs> but here's a weird thing. So, I uh, there's a medication that I take, and it went from $25 to $78. Holy Jesus Christ. So, I, I had to get a... Try. I gotta get this like prescription card. Yep. Through the the company that makes the the medicine. Yeah. And then I saw a commercial online uh, or on TV about GoodRx or something like that. Yeah. So you just take it and they give you the discount right there. No, I know like that. Yeah. You're getting one in the mail. I never signed up for it. Huh. <laughs> I'm cool. like, what? Whoa! <laughs> Hold on a second. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's the first. Like usually, yeah, you'll you'll, you'll talk about something, and you'll see it on your phone. Oh yeah, that happens. Th- th- this time, Everything's I'm listening. getting it in my mail. Whoa, holy shit! Everything's listening. So that's kind of weird, unless it's being sent by my like. I got a phone call a few months ago, or not a few months, but a few weeks ago. Yeah, from the our, our insurance company, asking me about everything, and then they said, well, because they knew the price was going up apparently. Oh, and uh, they said to sign up for something. I can't remember what it was. I'm gonna have to call them back. Huh. I don't know. I've that's never, it. I've never had them call me before. That's weird. So I thought that was strange. Yeah. Everything's watching. And uh, the yeah. one thing I've noticed, like, for instance, everybody's always watching you. Like, for instance, like, I noticed ever since I bought my Jeep, because I mostly, I bo- I financed my Jeep through a bank because I wanted to start raising my credit back up because it kept on lowering because I haven't used my credit in, like, forever. Usually you do through a bank. Huh? Why? Do you usually do it through, like, the, the dealership? Yeah, because it's cheaper. Oh. Uh, yeah, I usually go through a bank because it's cheaper for me. Oh, um, it's yeah, it was cheaper going through. So I went through a bank, obviously, because uh, my credit was dropping and dropping and dropping. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed every time I like I, like every fucking time, like my credit score goes up a little bit, no matter what. Now, like ever since I bought that Jeep, because it goes up every time it's a payment or mm-hmm. if I add an extra payment or whatever to it. All of a sudden, they I get people. Oh, you want to buy a credit card? Oh, I don't yeah. want your credit card, people. I don't want them. I. <laughs> just, just when you think you understand credit, then just it make then it makes no sense. My credit dropped like a whole bunch of points, right? When I got the house and when I had to buy a washer and dryer, I paid that. I paid that off months ago. The washer and dryer. So when it shouldn't have gone up. No, your credit will drop when you buy a house. Hard. It's a big hard inquiry. Oh. Um, so boom, you, you, your credit drops because of the house. It, dro- it dropped 
like 50 points. So I paid off the whole, uh, the, the, the washer and dryer and stuff like that. And it was still down. It went up like 10 points. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, like a couple of weeks ago, it went up 37 points. Hmm. And I'm like, why? <laughs> well, it's weird. Cause like I haven't used my credit in forever. And when I bought that Jeep, I got 70 points. Wow, that quick? quick? Yeah, really. Wow. Usually, usually, what happens is I was like, you, "Okay, you get the you get the credit. You, it drops because of the hard inquiry, and then because of what you bought, and then once everything settles, it'll go. It'll jump up a little bit because now that's you know borrowing power type stuff. Yeah, but for it to go up thirty seven points and I have had no debt made no sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I'll never. A hundred percent understand it. I, yeah, credit's weird because yeah, obviously I went up seven points and now it like only goes up. It goes up a my credit will go up a point every time I make a payment, or if I make an extra payment, it'll go up a point. <laughs> I'm like, okay, whatever, whatever. Yeah, no. Anyway, <laughs> so the last topic here is something I threw in the end because I didn't know this trailer existed until I was me setting up for the podcast, and I am really excited because I thought the uh, murder on the Orient Express was really well done. Um, it was. It's a really really good version of. Um, Agatha Christie's um, obviously famous book series. I, I wanted it to be good, but I couldn't. I fell asleep in like ten minutes. <laughs> like I really like th- it looked good, and I just <clears throat> oh, they did such a great job of like it was just it was a it's it's like the pinnacle version. Like there was a version done in like the seventies too. Yeah, then, no, I know. Yeah. There was a version done in like the sixties, something like that. Uh, there's been a few versions. Um, and if anybody doesn't know, um, basically. Agatha Christie wrote basically the French version of Sherlock Holmes. It's, okay. It, that's pretty much what he is. Um, so, and obviously the first book she wrote on the series, well, obviously was Murder on the Orient Express. Second book is Death on the Nile. Um, and been waiting for this book forever um, because they hinted at it like right at the end of the movie. Like he, like a guy runs up to him after he gets off the train and goes, sir, there's been a death on the Nile. And he goes, oh, I got to go. And he kind of jets off. It's a little uh, out of his jurisdiction, but okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So we knew they were planning, obviously. They wouldn't hint at it unless they were planning on making the way. And obviously it got delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And now it finally happened. Um, and there's a number of actors and stuff that are in this, famous actors and stuff in this movie as well. Because it's a big media event. The same thing with like the original, like that was done in the 70s. They had a bunch of big actors. These movies are always, like, I guess you could say, reasons for a bunch of big stars to get together to do a movie. Mm-hmm. So that seems like how these seem to go. When they, whenever they redo classic films like this. Or or they do, like, like that Don't Look Up movie. There's tons of celebrities in that movie. Ton, yeah. The whole bunch. <laughs> yeah. It's a big satire film, though, like that. So yeah, yeah. Trying to make a point. Uh, it was, it was, yeah. <laughs> So fucked up. <laughs> it's so true. I, I guarantee shit like that will happen. Oh, oh yeah. we can make money off something that might kill us. Ah, let's do it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We'd be making. Oh my god. Oh, oh man. We would be making money. It's it, it, yeah, sad, but then we would die. <laughs> like they had a. <laughs> I guess they had a really hard time with Jonah Hill because okay. he, he was in it. But I think, it, but it wasn't in a bad way. It was because his character was just such an asshole. Oh, <laughs> Jonah Hill kind of is such an asshole. <laughs> oh my, my god. god! So he played like, himself. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
It's not acting with that dude. He's he's like uh what's his name? The Rogan guy. Oh yeah, Seth yeah, Rogan. yeah, yeah. Seth Rogan. Yeah, him and him and Seth Rogan. Giant fucking douchebags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um the one thing I just say, and Grim, I understand I'm not saying like it's the major new matrix is superior to anything else. I yep, understand that movie's I, fucking terrible. I, I really liked it. I understand some people didn't like it, but I do not. I do have to say, I do not like a lot of the misinformation though going around. Like, there's all these videos I've noticed that because I watch a lot of different Matrix videos, like that, that videos like basically point. Oh, what do you call it? it's confirmed? There's no new Matrix. There never was. Um, uh, Leanne, uh, what do you call it? Leanne Wachowski was asked multiple times during the making of this Matrix film, and she said even on the red carpet right before it filmed, right before it, uh, what do you call it, the big red carpet thing. Uh, she was asked, she said, no, there's no more Matrix. This is the last one. That's it. And people are trying to make uh, videos. Oh, it was all the other ones were canceled. There was no other ones planned. Period. <laughs> there wasn't. Uh, I guarantee you if there was, if there was, it would be canceled anyway because it was so, goddamn terrible. The only other thing that's coming out is it's in production right now. Um, that hasn't been stopped, obviously. It's still going in. Is was the Animatrix 2 which is in development, which is going to be another anthology series with a series of uh, series of animated uh, by different storytellers of uh, stuff that happened in between the movies. And it's just going to be a cool thing you can buy on DVD to learn a little more about the lore. And they're planning on doing another comic book, but that's about it. But other than that, the franchise is, that's done. It's over. Who, who cares? It was dead after the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. That's, they, just... they were all bad after the first one but this new one is so bad uh, well, it's so bad i loved it i love it. i've watched it twice now of course you did dude you i'm so nate you cannot separate your fandom from your opinion well this I'm, is clear after the wheel of time i don't know i got some co-workers that say it. it was great too yeah the, um you loved I, it because you're wait what i have some co-workers that really liked it too and they're not huge matrix fans you love yeah, but we're not talking about them. We're talking about Nate here. <laughs> like Nate's Nate's Star Wars, the new, the new, the Last Jedi, one of the worst movies made in like fifteen years. Considered, he considers it the best Star Wars movie. I, or well, close I, to I it. don't. I consider it actually not just the best Star Wars movie. It is easily one of my top five favorite movies. Uh, the cinematics, the directing, everything is like spot on. That fucking movie. I would say no, only, it's I'll, literally I, I not. Would, I would say the only thing you have. I would say the only thing that's not spot on that movie is the choreographing, and that's about it. You have proved my point. You cannot separate your fandom to have an unbiased opinion. Uh, you, you, it's not possible for you. Well, wait, so you, actually, you, have to, but you just remind me something, Grim. How things happen. How things happen. Okay, so I'm part of the King Killer Chronicles subreddit, right? Are they mud flutters? What? Are they mud flutters? <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyway, no, but it's a, it's basically fans of the King Killer Chronicles, which is obviously the name of the wind, the Wise Men's Fear, and we're waiting for the third book to come out, which is in production. Patrick Rothfuss read the prologue on a live stream the other day. Anyway, oh, okay. anyway, so I pointed out, like people, are, we were in a discussion talking about if it was a TV show, who could pay the character of Alodin? Okay, now I read the book series, I've read the, I've read Name of the Wind like five times, and I read A Wise Men's Fear like twice. Um, and I said, I really, even though he's too old for it, I'm pretty sure I, I, whenever I read the book series, even though he's not the same age as the character of Loden, I picture Hugh Laurie as a Loden and people flipped out and lost their shit on the subreddit. Uh, Saying that you're full of shit. Or no, that, they, oh, that how could you ever it. think that? What do you call it? His character does not describe it. Like it doesn't look like that. 
it doesn't matter. It's my vision of it. It's how I read it. Every single time I read that character, what do you call it? Even though he's described very in detail by Patrick Rothfuss very well, his his mannerisms and the way he acts, all I can picture is Hugh Laurie. And, so what uh, and, you're trying to and say And if here, I was to cast the show, I would say, Hugh Laurie, I need you to play this character. And you would immediately be proven to be fake. You have a bias and you can't... That, that's the whole problem with modern media, dude. You have to be able to separate your bias for what will make a better product. Okay? You may love the idea of that character, but if he doesn't fit the character... You're just ruining the show. No, but I'm saying, though, but as a person, like, for instance, like a movie director, like that, when you're creating something, you can't actually set because you're trying to picture in your head. Yes, you fucking can. People do it all the time. People literally adopt shows and movies that do not suck. Should I point out that the only thing wrong with The Witcher in the last two seasons was the change to Eskel? And they've done everything else excellent because the showrunner is, uh, is not, is a, like, She's taking her bias and moving it aside. They picked Harvey um, Henry Carville because he was the best they got out of the people, not because it was her favorite. Mm. It's not hard to do. The problem is you're you're you accept mediocrity. That's what you're accepting. That's why the Wheel of Time is so fucking terrible because people are accepting the worst rewriting I have ever seen in a TV show, and you're like, oh, it's not that bad because they mention shit you remember from the book. No, but I'm saying no. But yeah, besides that, though, I'm saying though, I would be annoyed because that's my that's my true vision of like the wheel, the wind, uh, name of the wind, the character of Aloden. I can't picture him anything else besides you, Lord. Because you again, you can't. I can't. You can't detach your bias. That's the point. You are unable to. De- if I was, if I cast it and I did it differently, and you got mad, it's because you cannot detach your bias from the idea. Th- yeah, but You're I'm saying I would, I would I'd be watching it and say if someone did cast it like exactly how it's crying, I'd be like, well, that's wrong. That's not how I see it. Well, it's not gonna, you're not gonna get your way, little boy. It's not about <laughs> it's not about like, you. No, you know what he's trying no, he <laughs> what he's trying to do is be like he's basically trying to say I'm being unreasonable because the way I'm hating real time because it's not the way I want it. But my basis of my argument towards real time is not because it's not the way I don't want it, it's because they didn't bother to follow the books at all well yeah that's my argument if it turned out bad but they followed the books i would just be annoyed that it didn't turn out as good as it should Mm -hmm. but i wouldn't be vehemently pissed at the fact that they fucking just ignored the books everything they did was it was uh fuck you jordan we can do it better (laughs) that's why i'm mad about it and you're trying to twist these things with your like well it's because well, I have a personal opinion, and if it's not directly the way I want it, I'll be annoyed. That's not how it works. You're know. able to you're able to detach personal bias. I did it with fucking Game of Thrones up until the last season. I detached the, the books are a hundred times better, but they did a good enough job that you didn't care for most of the seasons in Game of Thrones. Yeah. The <laughs> problem is yeah. you let them slide, dude. In they the were end. lazy, you let them slide. They wrote the series and by fucking committee and they ruined it. In the end, I did get changed. I did change a few people's man. They're like, you know what? That's holy crap! I can't picture anybody else anymore because they got they thought about the character house and they were like, oh my god, I can't picture anybody else anymore. Holy crap! You ruined it for me. And I'm like, yep. And they're like, oh well. But anyway, this has been talking gaming and tech. This is the end of the podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it. Our audio is better now, thankfully. 
<laughs> hopefully. We hopefully, think it is. We, we should be. So thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. And remember, we go live. Usually it's a Tuesday, but usually it's Wednesday at 5 o'clock. But sure, check it out. Check out our YouTube, youtube.com slash get down. Six <laughs> o'clock. Six o'clock. Six o'clock. <laughs> Use five o'clock. I don't know. Do we ever do five o'clock? I don't know. Yeah, we used to. Yeah. No, we did five o'clock. Anyway, so anyway, six o'clock, Tech Prime Media, youtube.com slash Tech Prime Media. Go check it out. And we stream live on Twitch also every other Saturday with D&D. So go check that out as well. Links will be in the YouTube or description, wherever you can find it. Check us out. Thank you for watching. Till next week. For latest and greatest in gaming and tech, Tech Prime Media. And we have an outro now. See ya. I gotta go.